to ECI's podcast, Building Successful Businesses, where we chat to business leaders about the building blocks of their success and the lessons they've learned on the way. I'm Fiona Moore, and for this last episode of season three, we are chatting with Phil Robinson, founder of Boardwave, the European network for the software industry, who has himself had an illustrious career in tech from Oracle to Salesforce, from Iris to Exact. So I'm looking forward to hearing more about it. Phil, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you so much, Fiona. I really appreciate the opportunity to be on the, on the show. Thank you. So I alluded to some sort of highlights there. Something that struck me as I was looking through the various roles that you've had during, I guess, the sort of 35 odd years in, in software and tech is that it's actually been quite varied. Uh, so from starting out as an engineer, moving into marketing, COO, CEO, non-exec roles. Looking back at that career, what advice would you now give to others about career planning? How, how much of that was planning versus chance? Well, I didn't have a plan when I started, so you'd have to say there's some chance involved. But I think that, right back to the beginning, I think my mother made me very curious about the world and very interested in what was going on. So I was always looking at things from a different perspective to other people. I believe there's opportunity for everybody out there. You've just got to grab the ones that come along. So my advice to anybody is if you're in a job, in a career, in a, in a role, some great new opportunity comes along, Grab it if you can, because it might lead to something new and different and exciting. I, I graduated in computer science. I worked at Oracle when it was very small in the mid 80s. And there was a memo went around saying, anybody who's got manufacturing experience, would you like to come and help us program a manufacturing package in, in uh, California? And I was living in Leicester, which is a long way from California. And so I just put my hand up and said, yeah, sure, I'll try. And that led me to live in California the first time. So I think that I really liked what I've done for 35 years. I've enjoyed working in the software industry. Most of all, I had no plan, but took the opportunities when they came along and generally they worked out really well. Are there any roles that you look back on? I mean, so if you were CMO at Salesforce, CEO as Iris. Are there any ones you look back on as being particularly formative to, to you and, and your career? Yeah, I think Iris was um, particularly important for me personally in terms of growth. It was owned by private equity. It was the piece I was running was £30 million revenue business at the beginning. This is 2009 or 10. And I was there seven, six, seven years. It was part of a bigger group, which wasn't doing too well. We eventually spun it out as a separate company. And I was working long hours to make it work. And I felt like my personal contribution was making a difference. But I couldn't keep working the hours I was working. I was really stressed. It was miserable. I was you know, working like 60, 70 hours a week and, and working weekends and wasn't enjoying it. Although I was doing OK, it was doing better. So I was driving along the road one day. It was a winter morning and I um, sort of had this epiphany, which was if I just stopped working like 12 hours a day or whatever it was, what would happen? What would the difference be? Would, would everything stop? Would everything grind to a halt? Would it stop being successful? What would happen? And I decided to to, to try it just to say, well, I wouldn't say anything to anybody. We just start working not nine to five, maybe nine to six, but not work so long hours and not be so stressed. And so I started doing that. And actually it was a revelation because... When you do that, you have to rely on other people to do the job for you. You have to delegate. You have to be confident that they'll do it and do it well and let them get on with it. You sort of turn from being a manager into a leader. So rather than managing things and getting all of the detail, you're sort of leading by example or setting the direction versus, you know, getting getting stuck in. So it's a shift from like a mindset of managing a team and managing people, managing a business to leading a business. It was about 300 people at the time. And that was a bit of a shock for me because 
I always thought it was my, you know, my personal effort and really getting working long hours and working hard, which make a big difference. And it turns out that it was more about leading the company forward, get out of the way and let other people do the job for me and delegating responsibility to them, giving them the authority to do it. And that was a shift for me, it was a shift for the company. And it worked great because I wasn't so stressed, I wasn't working such long hours and everybody else felt they got more authority and more power to get on with their own job. So that was a, like a like a 180 degree shift in like 24 hours. And I carried on doing that for the rest of my career and it's worked really well. So I think there's there's a mindset shift when you want to be a leader or lead a business. It's definitely different to being in the detail and managing it. Some of the people I talked to more recently, they used to describe it as being in the balcony, on the balcony versus in the dance. So you're sort of in the dance, you're in the, involved in the detail. If you're on the balcony, you're looking down on the situation and trying to work out what's next and lead people in the right direction. And I think that's a really good analogy. Robinson there discussing how an epiphany on a winter's day led to a transformational change at Iris from a management-led company to a leadership-led company and how it helped to not only have a more successful career but also enable the company to become more scalable. In the next episode we discuss how his Parkinson's diagnosis in 2017 led to some of the best years of his career so far. <laughs>